from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The, I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome to Horrible Decisions. I am super excited for today's episode. My name is Wheezy. And it's your girl Mandy B, a.k.a. the Booty Bandit. And, uh... I shot my shot for the guest that we have. Yes. I took a very thoughty photo with her book between my legs in Mexico. <laughs> Mainly, I was like, oh, I'm reading this. It's yellow. My bathing suit's yellow. It matched. But um, we have a guest in, and she wrote this book that I'm in love with. And by the way, so I, I just want to read the back of the book because I was like, how do I find this bitch? <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> That's what she did. And then I, at the end of it, it says she curates the annual Legacy of the Witch Charity Festival in Brooklyn, New York. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> So I Googled, <laughs> I Googled your name, and then I saw some professional email, and I was like, nah, let me do the gram. And I'm so excited. I got it. <laughs> right? I was actually at the bar, and I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I love, people take amazing photos, but that was a fucking amazing photo. And like, as I drank, also, I got so many followers, you know, it's just what happened. So I was like, holy shit, thank you. And I've totally heard of your podcast, and I'm actually like... This is bad to say, but I don't listen to podcasts a lot, but I listen to like specific That's episodes and I've listened because Vice, after they yes. covered you, I was like, oh, I got to listen oh, to yes. so. Shout out Vice. <laughs> oh, Thank yeah. You, Inter- Cooper. Introduce yourself, please. So, yeah, my name is Kristen Soleil, a.k.a. Kristen Corvette on the internet, just because, I don't know, it's like a trashy car. Do- and it's so- definitely like a <laughs> Is it a trashy name. car? Kristen Corvette sounds super, like, fuckable. It does, I mean, right? it's not like a trashy car, but it's not like a fancy car. It's you know not a I mean? Ferrari, but like... Right, right, right. You, I can afford it. Well, I, don't, <laughs> I don't actually have a fucking Corvette yet. So that's like on the list of um, do, so. I Googled your book like to like get some info on it like before I was doing this. And like you're all over the internet. Like you're top 10 this, top 10 that. That's humble flex. So very... Like, can't afford... modest. <laughs> can't afford... <laughs> Like, but you this, know, it doesn't always translate to dollars. I know that's saying. right, because okay. the way our HBO so... um, feature was set up. <laughs> still grateful, still grateful, right. but yeah. waiting on the Corvette. So that's, you know. <laughs> Listen, I am really excited for people to pick up this book, so I want to tell you a little bit about how I found it. Um, I shop at a bookstore called Blue Stockings. You know oh, what I'm yes, talking about? of course. Activist bookstore in the Lower East Side, and I always pass by it on my walk home, and your cover made me like, oh, shit. 
Didn't even read the back of the book, but like that was good. It says her book is called Witches, Sluts, and Feminists. I really love this book. Like, honestly, I don't like books with like, I don't know, just too much like real stuff. Like, I like. Give me so like, like fair. Not, like I fuck fiction. with like Zane. Like I no fiction. Oh, I like. you like fiction. I like a good like ghetto radical type of book. Oh yeah, same. You know what I mean? But this was just a book that like really resonated with me. And I I mean, quarter million witches dying, like all of that, like, yeah. Just tell us a little bit, like, why'd you write this book and what is it? Yeah. Um, so I've always been interested in sex and uh, so alternative ways of talking about sex and non-normative sex alternative and the, like, ways of about prescriptions that. against sex, the stigma against sexuality, especially like female sexuality, um, any kind of non-normative sexuality according to like white patriarchal whatever. And so that's always been an interest. I've always been fascinated with the occult. My mom's a witch, um, but uh, never really connected the two until, I don't know, like six, seven years ago. I just really I started this site called Sluttist and um, that's your website. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So, Did you read about it? Uh, no, I was about to get into the we, your mama being a witch. Oh right. Well, <laughs> that's be, I'm just sort of throwing it out. Oh, wait, I want to yeah, get to it. I'm like, shit. I have I, I have lots of witch questions because. I was thinking it was going to be scarier than I thought until you broke witch down. Yeah, Just yeah, wait. yeah. Okay, like for wait. real, okay, I was on, mind y'all blown. I know I'm not here for the brujas and the witches. You got to yeah, be here so for the brujas. I There's definitely wrote this book so both types of people can relate to it, and I feel like okay. I tried to yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm the sluts part of it. Right. You think you are, maybe not in 16-something, just wait. Right, okay. so I'm... there is a way to look at it if you don't believe in any of that shit. Um, my dad's a hardcore atheist. My mom's a witch, so they did not stay married long. Oh. But So I <laughs> feel like I had a good position, sort of, Can I can put myself in both places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, I gotcha. sort of run in both sides of the whatever belief systems i'm still like i'm definitely an agnostic in a lot of ways too but i'm also a witch hey whatever so because of that i felt like i was in a unique position to talk about the way uh women in particular have been demonized throughout history often because of sexuality or men not understanding women's sexuality or wanting to own it and possess it and treat them like bodies to be used and discarded and oftentimes the witch was um the archetype thrust upon these women whether they are super Christian or atheist or just like didn't go to church or whatever. So yeah. based That's, on their sexuality. Exactly. I read something in your book oh, that right. said men were able to basically sentence a woman to her death by saying she looked at them and they had sex with her and so she must be a witch. Yeah, basically but, seduction. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the opposite was true too. If a woman didn't, you know, have sex with the man she was supposed to or maybe marry a man she was supposed to, that could also be witchcraft. If she's <laughs> sharing information about uh, reproduction or fertility, that could be witchcraft. It was called succubuses, I think. That's definitely. I learned Come that. On, you might not know genitalia. That was from Charmed, <laughs> and I only know the succubus was the man eater. That's yeah, a female so, sexual demon. Female now, sexual demon. <laughs> I read something where you said a quarter million. Was it more than a quarter million women died for being quote unquote witches? We, we so, dig right into this. Ain't no, we? no, 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 no. Just a little bit. Oh, okay. So actually. The numbers are really sketchy because a lot of the there's incomplete records and you know they didn't always write down when they would murder someone. But it's actually there were some feminists in the 70s I say there that said that many there were like over millions of women. But now numbers point to according to like sort of even-handed uh, social scientists maybe like 200,000 
um, fifty to two hundred thousand. But it's I still think the point is yeah. that this demonization happened, and it still happens in plenty of countries today. So two hundred thousand women died for being hoes, pretty much. Like a lot of them for stuff? being hoes, yeah. I mean, some of them were just like wrong place, wrong time, and Damn. people got caught up in the fervor. Damn. Bro, Anything... when I met the bread, the birthmark thing, we'll get into it, but that oh, freaked yeah. me out. Yeah. So um, I wanted to get into some vanilla shit. So, Kristen, it's our segment where we talk about uh, an article where we, it's sex in the news. Sure. In this article, I, I really. Why do we be breaking down vanilla shit so difficult? It is. It's just sex in the news, y'all. I don't That's know. We be getting so, I want to be so more articulate yeah, because, like, like your book was. Oh, I just, <laughs> it's sex in the news. No, it's just like a news article about sex. So it's on <laughs> Variety.com, and uh, the headline is Terry Gillum says, Me Too movement has transformed into mob rule. It's a world of victims. I think people did very well out of meeting with Harvey and others didn't. The ones who did knew what they were doing. These are adults we're talking about here. Adults with ambition. He claimed that these women didn't actually suffer, but furthered their careers and that he knew women who walked out of meetings with the mogul before getting sexually abused, quote unquote. I feel sorry for someone like Matt Damon, who's a decent human being. He came out and said, not all men are rapists. And then he got beaten to death. Like, come on, that's crazy. Despite describing the Me Too movement as simplistic and silly, he said that Weinstein was a monster and warned that there were people still in the industry like him. I don't think Hollywood will change. Power takes advantage. It always does and always has. Who is this who wrote that? Um, a guy is Terry Gilliam. I it sounds like future. Because Future actually just came out. Yeah, so um, he actually just came out when everyone was talking about the R. Kelly documentary. He came out and was like, I think y'all giving it too much attention. Excuse me? Says the man who's sitting here impregnating all these women, sitting here showing that he's don't a misogynist. Don't ruin it, bro. I no, love being I ghetto to that shit. Oh, no, I, I've, I'm ready to cancel Future. I know we don't like the cancel culture, but he's one of those that has showed that he doesn't really care about where women stands, he verbally abuses People them. People don't even know on how to media, shut bro. the fuck No, he up. shouldn't have said a goddamn thing. So you reading that, I'm like, bitch, did Future write this? Like, we're giving too much attention. I know. It's now a mob thing? But what? I really was interested on in your opinion in have you ever been, or, or how do you feel reading that? Has someone ever said you're pushing feminist culture too much and or feminine, like feminist that. culture is toxic? What does that mean when people say that? We're toxic that feminists. Just I mean, that's also a popular buzzword, toxic masculinity, toxic femininity, whatever, you know, and I get it. Too much of anything is like a bad thing, except for when you're talking about equal rights for all humans. Right. (laughs) I don't know how you can do too much of that. (laughs) Um, That makes sense. You're right. Right. So how do we, have you... Have you had some pushback on your book being too feminist? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's some fun, like, trolly right-wing articles, like, liberals and feminists are all witches now, you know? Right, right, right. Which is really them being upset about, you know, people just seeing this lineage of persecution that just Mm -hmm. continues. And it's just the same thing as it happens today in all different ways that the, like, dominant people with the most privilege blame the most oppressed people for all their problems. Yeah. That happens, obviously with every segment of society, whether it's immigrants or people of color or, like, women with the Me Too movement, right? Right. So it's just talking about things that happened in the past that are still Still happening. happening. Whether it's happening or it's happening the same way but a different way in the same sense. So even though maybe we're not dealing with segregation or slavery anymore, you can still sit here and kind of draw a, a line to the the pay um, wage gap. Right. Or, you know, maybe 
not having equal opportunity the way that you're claiming we're equal opportunity employers, but yet you're still sitting here not allowing certain people or demographics to get those jobs. So I love that you're doing that. All you're doing is drawing a line from maybe centuries ago, hundreds of years ago. I didn't read the book. I probably will read the book now because I'm not going to lie. I'm like, witches girl again? (laughs) I was like, shit, bitch, we we talk about spells and shit. We had Amelia Ortiz. I don't know if you know her. Yeah. And one of our most listened to episodes. A lot of people People really like it. People love Amelia. You know, and she's, she's the good bruja and like and she's dope i actually hit her up recently i watched bird box did you watch oh, it yeah and i i was like amelia i really need your help like i didn't know how demonic this movie would be i can't sleep and she gave me a chant and basically told me to if i ever feel that way just say hey like if you're not of the light i want you to leave and she's a like prayer quote chant prayer we always okay, assume it's gonna be different okay well no okay. we associate prayer and i do with religion so like just saying something to make yourself feel good it really fucking helps me i'm gonna send you a song saging next time you feel bad i got some good happy songs it's the same thing it is okay. you feel okay. empowered yes that could it's be just witchcraft. all different you verbiage call right? that you know you don't have to or call a movie that, girl every time i go. watch 300 i feel like i could be anybody <laughs> whole ass. so 300 is my movie i go to when i feel like i do gotta watch comedies after a scary okay, movie yeah 300 but is my movie i, I wanted only to read that because i i really I like what get annoyed yeah. with how the Me Too movement is described as this culture of like people tagging on. And also interesting, um, a friend of the show, and we've had her on, Leah McSweeney, mm-hmm. has had a lot of controversial um, YouTubes and blogs she's put up for saying that the Me Too movement can be toxic because she feels like real kind of rapes are violent, right? Or there are women that are being violated and she feels like certain women are using it as a, I don't want to quote her wrong, but but basically saying it's a little too much and a lot of girls don't like that. But she also said that she doesn't believe in a rape culture. So even Mm, like, having that idea of a rape culture and even just the dialogue going through now, um, a lot of people listen to um, the Joe Budden show and even men now questioning, well, shit, how can I talk to a woman now since everything is me too? And right. now I feel like if I just holler at you now, I sexually assaulted you. And so now there's men that are blurring those lines where it's like, y'all know what the fuck we talking about. Of course. Like, Absolutely. come the fuck on. Any reasonable person knows like what consent looks like and what appropriate behavior looks like. Right. But I get it. We're in this like new territory where mm-hmm. everything is you know taken to the extreme or not listened to at all it's sort of like either or you know yeah. we haven't found you have to go far to go back to go to the middle to sort of even out you know your understandings about all these i things. hate yeah. questions about i, I know it. you're playing with the kink but mm-hmm. i hate questions where men are like well how do i know and it's yeah. like yeah right you don't <laughs> right God right. damn. So we're going to go ahead. So every show we have a kink of the week. Um, this is another one. We're going to go ahead and warn y'all since mad people was throwing up with the porn categories episode. This one, is, this one is rather nasty. Um, you picked felching and I was disgusted. It's so like when a guy eats a cream pie out of your... yeah. <laughs> You do? And she said it. She described it so disgustingly. I said, Bleh. I was like, oh, my God. I read the words out of my phone. I described oh, well, she... it so disgustingly. <laughs> Maybe you read really good that time. Because you know I normally don't like when you read, but she read it. with. I'm, like... I, I'm good at reading in my head. Oh, and you but made But just not out of my mouth. I would just... <laughs> <laughs> so this, um, so the kink of the week for this week, guys, is Avi Positor. 
a kink that involves laying eggs into someone, usually involving alien eggs, bugs, tentacles, etc., and can be seen occasionally in hentai. There is a large amount of art involving it on Tumblr and is com- commonly associated with the inflation thing, um, kink. Another thing that I brought up... What's inflation? I was trying to find that because a girl told me she watches that. So inflation, I love how my phone just goes to different links. So according to UrbanDictionary.com... <laughs> Urban Dictionary. <laughs> inflation is, one, um, a sexual practice in which the practitioner inflates his or her stomach by inserting air or fluid into his or her rectum. Usually Can't you with kill a someone with like yeah, you blow probably. in their pussy? Um, two, it's a fetish involving inflation of all parts of the body. Um, so think Violet in the Charlotte, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Ugh. usually the stomach. This fetish tends to be related to furries and is often portrayed in an outwardly non-sexual context. Well, I'm going through inflation right now. I'm on my period. <laughs> bloated? Yeah. So yeah, maybe a nigga might like a little bloated. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one one of the articles that I actually pulled up oh God, that's um, so is from Vice.com. Again, shout out Vice. It says that the emerging fetish of laying alien eggs inside yourself. Um, so there's actually these toys that you can get um, at the sex shop. I've been wearing eggs for years. I never thought about it, bro. So they look like alien penises and they shoot out eggs and you can shoot the eggs into yourself if you're into this kink. Like I guess. yoni eggs, but like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they actually look really weird. Um, I don't know if y'all can see this here. This is crazy. On They're not that weird to me now. Um, and it's asking. So this article asking is asking how people got into it. Um, this is also asking where the sexual the sexual gratification comes from. It. Um, what does it say? It says, let's face it, there are three things that will always sell. Food, death, and sex. I tried food service and decided <laughs> after managing three restaurants and owning that one day, um, day in and day out, that it didn't much look like much was going to change. Death didn't really interest me, so I wanted something more fun. Something that breaks the monotony of people's days and makes them spit out their coffee when they tell you that they like to do. So basically, to me, it would be maybe something the that... The shock factor? Just the shock factor of maybe thinking about it. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like aliens would have like the biggest dicks like their dicks would be like bigger than horses I don't know I don't know why I envision aliens so this is something that's really weird would you fuck one so I'm into sci-fi and I've said this on the show often clearly I don't believe in science which is probably why I'm so into sci-fi so (laughs) I know (laughs) because it's science fiction it's it's fake shit bro So I really be like into sci-fi, like thinking if the if the world is these aliens. Maybe I think they all friendly. I just don't know why we think aliens are bad people. I think they're friendly too. And I feel like they would all give women orgasms since men can't. So I'm here for aliens coming to. Wow, take we know over the New first York. porn you're gonna direct. Speaking <laughs> no, of uh, no. laying egg porn, what's the weirdest thing you think you came across while searching porn online, Kristen? Just generally, <laughs> yeah. Not research for the book. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, oh wait, no! Did, did you yeah. do research for this? Book? Oh, I just was thinking. Of course. Okay. Um, which should I do research for the book? I just meant like, here? Uh, <laughs> early modern, like medieval type sexual scenarios. I read a lot about. Oh. That, but that's not really medieval porn. sex. Do they? I didn't. Med- medieval people. No, had no, sex. no. I, I haven't really came across porn like that. But like, yeah, I... there gotta be Game of Thrones is mad oh, totally. I'm sure there's parodies yeah, yeah, of yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones. All kinds bro. of like cosplay <laughs> shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as just general porn. Uh, I guess I've seen so, uh, an interesting, a friend of mine had some robot uh, porn that had, the robots had all the different parts, like 
two giant penises and a vagina and an <laughs> asshole. And so it was, you know, really, really... Um, Not like a hot human-like robot, but just robot. like robot robot. Well, the face looked like a woman. Okay. And there were breasts, <laughs> but, you know, multiple penises, anus, vagina. <laughs> now, you know, what did your friend robot, do? With, did your friend get off on the sport? Oh, yeah, he actually paid for it. And um, <laughs> I think that's awesome. You should pay for your porn. Um, okay. And, because, well, uh, you have to because it's to so, support such a niche. That's right, a right, right, right. Yeah. But that that was totally like animated, so the you know. But oh, I, oh it animated. yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, take yeah, that yeah. Was Okay, hentai. It was no uh, hentai is all animated porn. No, I think so. It is. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. But this was like not because hentai, t- you know, technically is like Japanese, Japanese right? Yeah. So I this was Russian. <laughs> And a Russian robot I, Trump got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was uh it was good. It was good. That's some okay. weird shit. No, that's weird. I think we said some weird shit, but that was some weird shit. Dude, so the weirdest ones we said on our last episode. They they got it because we're not gonna make them No, I'm just saying one more shit. time. <laughs> Kristen, someone wrote in, he said, Well, I was watching this porn where six dudes come in a cup, they put it in a frying pan, cook it up, like scrambled feed it to a girl, and it really looked like eggs. Huh. And I was just like, I wanna know what he kind of what rabbit hole he had to go down to to find that one. That's not that far, dude. I watch Bukaki no. every night and someone's like, I'm not into the feeding on like spoons or cups. I like just come on face or like body. I think that's right. sexy. But like they, girls drink it all the time. It makes I, sense. It makes the next step. It is. It's with these popsicle ones, right? Well, like, I told you, well, I told you though, and, of- and I've said it, I guess, and I just guess I wasn't into it. So I have a guy that used to make me squirt, like, every time we had sex. And he literally wanted me to squirt in a cup so that he could mix it with Ciroc and drink it. There you go. And so you we know gotta what? come up with a, a like, name for that drink. I'm not gonna lie to you. There are moments where I'm looking at porn or hearing shit like that, and I'm and it doesn't really shock me, and I'm like, when did I go too far? <laughs> I don't think that's too How far. How did we get here? You don't think that's too far? Open-minded. I like that. He's already... Open-minded. We should be saying <laughs> It's open-fucking-minded. <laughs> you know what? I did a fucking gang. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what kind of fun is waiting for you at king's island the holy cow we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
So before we get into the horrible decision this week, I want to let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. I'm not sure if you guys have done the research and seen what goes in some of the tampons, but it, it, it can't be good for our vaginas, okay? So with Lola, there's no BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. So, girl, they can come straight to your door. You ain't got to deal with going to the, the grocery store, buying tampons. But this is probably the most exciting thing to me about it is that Lola actually offers Sex by Lola. Sex by Lola is a line of gynecologist-approved sexual health and wellness products, and that includes lubrication, condoms, and wipes. So y'all know if you look into your little hoe bag, wipes are something that are essential to have just to keep from having your pussy moist all day. I sexed a lot with guys even at work, and sometimes my pussy just be moist. And so wipes come into handy. But also another thing with the condoms, even though I sit here and I'm a huge advocate of condom sex, I still feel kind of embarrassed when I have to go into the store and purchase condoms. So these products actually come discreet. We got them delivered to the studio and nobody knew what we were getting. Little did they know our box was full of lube, condoms, and of course, pussy wipes. So if you want to go ahead and try Lola for the first time, don't be shit, okay? We're giving y'all motherfuckers 40% off of all of your subscriptions. So visit mylola.com. That's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and enter promo code WDP. All right. So go ahead, check them out. Please let us know your thoughts on them. And let's get back to the show. Because I'm open-minded. <laughs> yes. You? <laughs> Fucking Republicans. <laughs> okay. So our horrible decision for the week is yes. obviously witches, sluts, and feminists. First question, why do we need this book? Oh, I know that's right. Boom. You ain't know you was going to get asked that, huh? <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, I got to say it's not for everybody. So okay, I'll, I like I'll that. But why I should like we read that. it? Because okay. we should. Yeah. I think uh, even if you totally disagree with everything, look, I'm putting forth a lot of history, interviews with a lot of different people, and I'm showing how women and feminine folks, which includes like genderqueer femmes or trans women, you know, um, how femininity has been devalued and um, how women and, and feminine folks have been persecuted throughout history f because of that. And um, just drawing all these uh, different disparate parts of um, art and culture and literature. Uh, yeah, and it's, philosophy. A, it's, it's a very, it feels like a really historical and I don't want this to turn people off, but like. I learned a lot more than I thought. I'm so glad. Yeah. See, well, I like I like that when um when I was in probably my junior year of college, we you know we had to take certain electives, um, and one was women in history. Mm. Um, and so that's where I actually don't like history, but I enjoyed reading that at one point nymphomaniacs were treated as mentally unstable and had to go to like crazy houses and stuff right. like that. I think they're trying to just, do that just again because women enjoyed sex and yep. i feel like that's possibly what they are trying to do even in this age where right now we're not tumblr 
they're, they're taking that away. Yeah. They're also taking away on Instagram. So, bitch, I don't know if we're going to have the Horrible Decisions page much longer. I know. But if it seems like we're insinuating that people should go out and have yep. sex, they're canceling right. those type of pages, too. Wildflower Sex is a big Instagram that just uh, got deleted. They got it back. But, um, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's horrible, the, you know, what's going on with Fosta Sesta and the persecution of sex workers. And mm-hmm. this also ties into that because... Um, I'm going back into history with the sacred whore and talking about, you know, the way women's sexuality and spirituality was not thought of as, you know, totally uh, anathema. You know, like those things could be combined and were combined in certain belief systems thousands of years ago. And there'd be priestesses in these temples where you would go have sex with them and you'd reach communion with the goddess through having sex with them. Yeah. And that's like the highest, (laughs) (laughs) the highest ecstasy you could receive. And now, you know, the way uh, sex workers are are treated and abused and not given rights in our country and countries around the world, of course, too, it's just unconscionable. And so that's like the next step is to realize, you know, know, to destigmatize sexuality overall means to also like treat sex workers with uh, the same uh, respect and give them equal Humans. rights that yeah, we but, all But it's deserve. not even only sex workers. I wanted, I wanted to bring this down to any men who are listening who are like, man, that's not me. I want to simplify it because it's a common thing that we even have with this podcast where a lot of men think that women don't have sex to enjoy sex. They think that women attach all sexual acts to emotions to where women don't cheat or if you do this, you a hoe or a slut because a woman attaches all emotions to sex. Instead of just thinking that, hey, maybe as a woman, I want to feel pleasure and I want to come. And even if you date it back to the early centuries where women were just looked at as reproductive organs, like it was looked down upon if a woman just said, hey, I like having sex. I like now that you're talking about that, Kristen, can you tell us, because she's saying some things that I think you brought up with witches, like awesome. what were things that people, why were you called a witch? What were some of those things that you could do? One of them you mentioned was the art of seduction or birthmarks. Like, can you tell us some of those things? Yeah. Um, and just to respond to what you're saying before, I totally agree. It's not just sex workers. That's just like, you know, you know the like heightened example. Right. But all female sexuality all mm-hmm. women's sexuality is you know, all anyone who identifies as a slut obviously you don't have to be a professional slut you can be a civilian slut yep. and like you get the, <laughs> right. you got a lot of that stigma as well um civilian slut oh that's awesome like that. yeah, yeah and you know civilian slut gotta stand up for the professional sluts you know hey, build this alliance you, you totally do we missed that that was bad we just tried to get that was so good i loved it <laughs> So, yeah, going back to, you know, some of the same, like, things that are happening to uh, sluts today for just wanting to enjoy Amber pleasure Rose consensually. Those, right. Exactly. I Amber mean, Rose is in the you, book. Yeah. Okay, you bring and, her up. Um, By the way, I didn't write you. I, you wrote Amber Rose, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I read Sojourn the Truth, and I was like, oh, that's it. She's kind <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. So what was a witch oh, back right. then? What so, could you be a witch for? One could be um, if you had, a like, a birthmark or an unusual marking, where they, uh, especially in, like, British cases of witchcraft, because they thought there'd be animal familiars, which were these, like, little demon animals often sometimes in the form of a cat or like a goat or a rabbit and they would suckle on a witch's um, teat or sort of this protrusion of flesh which oftentimes would be the clitoris so they would just 
you know, search a woman's body to find something a that clit? was a little off. And a clit would count. As, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, that, she has a clit. That's, what? Uh, Are you serious? Like, if yes. you had a big clit. Yes, yes. If you had a big clit. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's where the uh, de- animal demon, you know, suckles. And uh, so you're a witch. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's... And I got eczema, so I'm sure they're going to find a birthmark, right. bitch. An extra nipple, anything, you know? And so that was oh, one. Wow. And, of course, the search itself is like, sanctified assault by the state you know there's like men searching the bodies of these women for you know so they, they really have not been knowing what to do for, with the clip for years <laughs> for a long time they ain't know what right. it was it's been demonized literally like they literally thought it was the province of some little demon like the little <laughs> fleshy area has been see why your mom's a witch cause feared uh... For centuries. So, like, what about women? Okay, so what about women's sexuality made them a witch? Yeah, um, I guess, you know, being too sexual. Breasts, um, hips, or maybe mm, not that? I don't have any evidence that, that I know of, of how a woman's, physical, okay. like, body would be to deem her a witch or not. Okay. I mean, it's possible, but I don't right. have the evidence for that. Okay. But just acting out of the ordinary, you know, and the ordinary would change depending on the town and the, you know, right. the country or the the region. So all the witch hunts, it, was, it, was, it differed all over, the, you know, all over Europe. And, and there were some men, obviously, I gotta say that. I don't like to... Spend too much time talking about. I saw you put like less than ten percent or something. (laughs) Right, it's not many, but like eighty, eighty percent are women. But there are men who are accused of witchcraft as well, and oftentimes it was because they were related to an accused female witch. Oh (laughs) shit! They just wanted to kill the whole. So like, yeah, if your mom, your sister, your wife, you know, you're probably next. (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah, and if you're and if you're a woman who's accused of witchcraft, but then like acquitted, you know, sometimes you would you know be let off, or you would uh, you know say yes, I I did speak to the devil, but I, I deny him now and they'd let you go and not kill you then you would always have this like mark on your name and maybe 20 years later more witch hunts are coming up wherever you live then you're just oh my god down. is this related to the Salem witch trials at all so this all happened sort of leading up to like the Salem witch trial so they, okay. that was influenced by the same beliefs that were percolating for hundreds oh, of wow. years beforehand okay and so Salem is a little different. And I don't right. want to like bore everybody no, with course, some of that, course. but it, that was a lot of this also was political. It wasn't all about like female sexuality. Right. Sometimes it was like a grudge or you know trying to um, make alliances so they would like get rid of people that way by accusing them of witchcraft. So in oh, Salem, wow. a lot of it was that. It was not um, really about female sexuality so much, even. Uh, Oh, so, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I guess because I've been reading so much of that, I wasn't sure, like, which, which, which. We and, can't even... But, can we do that today? What? Is there anything that we can put onto somebody to make everybody... Ex- I guess the same way we do... We, what do you mean? What are you saying? Like, if you're saying that people were doing it for, for gain, yeah. is there anything that today we could call somebody and they could completely be exiled? I guess a pedophile? Yeah, a rapist. A rapist or a pedophile? So, like, okay, so basically, which was up there, you'd get beheaded. You. That's insane. So, I wanted to bring something up. I'm... You mentioned Amber Rose in your book and Slut Walk. And I don't know if this was your book or I read somewhere else, but I thought it was your book where you said she used to slut shame or she changed her tune. Yeah, that was an interview that I read in The Guardian and I quoted her. I, and she said she used to call women sluts and hoes in a bad way. Right. And then, okay. Um, I like that you fixed that. She used to call women sluts in a bad way. In a, in yeah, because right. Like, right now I don't it's see not, that. Now well, well, not even for you bad, to read that, thing. but I only uh, wanted to bring that up to just ask you both. Uh oh, here we go. Can women change their minds? And if they do, and they have, because we talked about Amber Rose doing it, what's the most slut shamey thing you used to do before oh. you woke up? Because I'm going to tell you mine. Okay. I used to talk shit 
when I was like a little bit younger in high school about girls that were having sex or got fingered or anything when I was 100% doing it. Like I would shame them, talk shit about it, and I would do it, you know, whether it would be like anything. I'd be like, oh my God, she's a fucking whore. Like I would just, I would. And I was wondering if you guys had had a moment where you've been like that and then you had to get comfortable. Um, whether it be lying about your body count or or anything. So it's, I'll actually say, um, this is something even as recent as us starting the podcast. Um, I do still think that ho and slut are not good words. So even with this podcast and uplifting that word, it's still something that I don't want to be referred to as. So to me, that's still kind of a slut shamey type of mindset because I do want to, I, I know that slut and ho and these words were probably created by men just to shame women and their sexuality. And so unfortunately, as Do you myself, think that you think that way because you know people are using those words to be hurtful? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think that that's necessary. You know, I just did this analogy on uh, when I was on the Interho Uprising and I said, I said, you know, there's times where I think I want to stop saying the N word because I should be more woke, right? Right. I was like, because I definitely cringe when I hear the F word. But I realize why I do. It's because nobody says my F like they say, you my nigga. Mm -hmm. There's right. never a term, mm. of, term of endearment. Right. right. You know what I mean? So you know oh, when yeah, someone. We say, what's up, ho? What's up, bitch? Like it's nothing. Right. So like you, okay. we can feel comfortable with these words, right? Um, but I think that you know when someone tries to call you that, they aren't being nice. Like, or try to say it in a way where right. it can feel hurtful. Right. Even hate to bring it up, I, but you got a ar huge argument, public argument with Tahoe about it. You know yeah. that that word, what it felt like what, when you heard it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, okay, if you're not going to count that, then goddamn, take them out, goddamn, ass slow away. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't mean you had to take it away. Um, I would say um, it would be more so in the realm of when I did hang around more um, sex workers. Um, so growing up, and I... I say growing up, I would say between 18 to about 22, a lot of my friends were sex workers um, from porn stars, strippers, escorts. I still have friends that are escorts. And so I would say um, I would slut shame the free hoes. I would slut shame the girls who are out there fucking and not getting money or the girls who are out there just fucking for flights. Like, bitch, you fucking for flights. Instead why of enjoying not, sex. Why mm -hmm. are you? Yes. That's so a good one. I would shame women who literally just wanted I, to I'm enjoy sure I've said something like that, too. Instead, just because all of my friends were like, bitch, if you got a pussy, you need to be charging. So I would literally shame the free hoes, mm. we call it, because there's paid hoes and free hoes. And so I guess at that point in my life, I would. I would look I down on women who didn't charge. I think we all kind of still do that, like, oh, yeah, anything out of it? Yeah. I loved when Nina Kay, she's a porn star who came on, and she talked about this fun threesome she had. She was like, oh, my God, he flew me out from Tampa to Miami. Well, no, do you know? It was free. And, and, I'll, well, <laughs> and I'll sit here and say that. I feel like I even, so thinking that I used to have that, thought process you had it for yourself no people direct that to me and when i talk about pegging or the enjoyment of pegging a lot of women and men be like wait you do that for free and so people want me to charge <laughs> to peg niggas and so i'd be like i enjoy doing it why would i charge and so yeah so the same thing that I put out to other people, like I get it now, but I enjoy doing that. Why would I charge is the mindset. Yeah, like and that. if a woman enjoys having one. sex, why should she charge? That's a really good that one. Is good. Yeah. What's yours? I think, um, I'm trying to think, because I did go to like an all-girls school and mm. it was really cool to be as slutty as possible. <laughs> How are you slutty with all girls? Well, you would like go to the all-boys school <laughs> or with each other. Okay, so, okay. 
So I grew up okay. like okay. I grew right. up lying a lot about having done a lot of stuff I didn't do yet. Oh, no you're like way. reverse slutshaming. Yeah, like so I would that, shop. You know what? It makes sense. You wrote this fucking book. Yeah, I that went makes sense. like I was going to like kink clubs when I was a virgin. I mean, I don't even believe in virginity, but you know what I mean. You don't. You don't believe in virginity. That's interesting. Tell us why. Well, I think I don't believe in science. That either, whole girl. like <laughs> the whole concept of attaching some sort of value to the pop and the cherry. Whether, and it's all based mm-hmm. really on sort of like a heteronormative like you know idea of a penis entering a vagina and a, you know in a woman or whatever. So I think. You're There's right. a lot of problems associating like changing how society views you based on if a dick has been you in you. Like that's just I like that. Totally. Whole process. I, like I really like that. And what's crazy She's a virgin. Oh wow. But, but what's crazy, right. even with what you just said, she's a virgin. We attach virginity right. in that to women. women. Come on, woke not, shit. Yes, right. bitch, I'm woke ho. Right. And so like <laughs> well, what does virginity mean if you're queer? Like if you're not like a cis man and a cis woman. Dude, I right. always used to ask, I right? Like so when I was growing up, I, I knew I liked girls but didn't really claim bisexuality until a little bit older i always used to be so curious like how do yeah. lesbians lose it do they always right. have their virginity right until right. a dick goes inside so there them? you go right. that's totally fucked up it is anyway besides that point i like so that. i was still like going look to look at us i'm loving this we're I, civilian hoes we be a real <laughs> business in this episode too bitch hello that was interesting. I like no, that. I one. like that too. I'm glad. I think we should like spread that to the youth. There is no virginity. Virginity is not a thing, guys. Right. Anyway, so um, yeah, I oh, went you to would kink lie clubs about... when I was like 15, okay. and I would still be like a virgin. So I think for me, it was like thinking you had to do. That's not really what you're asking, but just like <laughs> no, 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 no that's good. If you have to be the you, reverse slut, that you're yeah, like, that's fine, forced. Right. <laughs> I don't know that that you're you're really uncool or you're being a prude or terrible if you want to say no. So that was a thing for me because I thought I consent. Obviously, I'm like 36, so consent was not like a thing. I, I was, was about taught. to ask like, so what? Like, you want to ask her? Yeah. So I, I consent didn't. was not like a thing. You just like do people it. want to do it to you. You say okay, or you're uncool. Right. So mm. that was. Where'd also, you grow up, by the way? Uh, DC. Okay. Okay. Are you so going you, this weekend for the Women's March? Uh, I was at the original, but I'll probably be at the New York one. So oh, okay. I went to the original DC I one. I do have good. now a question. You brought up um, Satan and the political rebellion. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, because I was already scared after Bird Box. I, but then I found it very interesting that Satanists or Satanists? Satanists. Didn't mention really worshiping the devil because oh, no. I thought Satan was the devil. Now they're feminists. Can you explain that yeah. section? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, and I know that there are people who, you know, worship a devil in the sense that you know preachers and Christianity says they have for religious of reasons, years. Yeah. right? But I've never met those people. Whatever. But today there are groups of people who identify as satanists but satan is like an archetype an icon of being like the eternal rebel so they take the idea just rejecting god right they take ideas Mm. of satan from uh literature uh in the past so basically it's satan as this sort of you know kind of non-traditional bad boy antichrist (laughs) Right. Okay. And 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 against um, you know, following these rules that like the Christian church 
is have set up for us. So I've been conditioned to be scared. Right. So there's nothing scary about those Satanists at all. But of course, when they do things, people still come out to protest because they think they're drinking the blood of babies or this and that. But there's a lot more ethics involved in Satanism than I would say in a lot of Christianity right now. Like or for what? Overall. Like, like give us one or two. As far as, you know, bodily autonomy, they believe they have different tenets. You know, there's different like Satanic groups. So there's not just one. So they all sort of go about their Satanism, Satanism in a different way. But um, a lot of it is just based on individuality, individual rights, and, you know, fighting for other people's rights in your community. Dude, and- when I saw that with Satanists, I was like, so they really be out here fighting for black people? All right. Oh. <laughs> like, that shit really fucked me up. Like, Satanists in the political, you know, I thought that was a really cool chapter. Um, I also am curious to know, you said your mom's a witch. Mm-hmm. What's a witch right now? What is oh a witch? Good question. So many it's... things, and that's right. Because yeah, Amelia is, is a bruja, but she's not a bad person. But a bruja, right. like you're you wearing black it. eyeliner yeah. right now and fishnet. This like, what's up? This isn't witch. This is God. I, I know. But I'm just saying, like, that's what we think Wait, of. Wait, is like, goth witch? To, like, because that is, no, but no? the aesthetics. There's a big crossover. You okay. Know? okay, okay, gotcha. because you know, goth aesthetics come from sort of an obsession. Like, you have kind of like a cape on, but it's not a cape, it's a scarf. What is this? A cape? It's like a bandana. I didn't know what to call it, bitch. You know, oh, I hope you know the words and shit. Oh, she came for you. I was thinking okay. maybe there was a, a, a hoodie a, that go above. I mean, I should be wearing it. Like, is that a fucking know, scarf, maybe? You're wearing a cape? I can't wait till we post a picture of us all together saying you're wearing a cape. I wish okay. I'd worn something more dramatic. <laughs> um, but as far as what a witch is today, that really that answer can be anyone. There are so many different ways people define witch and people practice witchcraft. You know, there are Christian witches, Jewish witches, atheist witches, um, Wiccan witches, uh, but you, voodoo practitioners. What is it you teach right. an annual, you have an annual witch? I have a, I have a uh, charity festival. Actually, I haven't done it in a year because this witches book actually chari- got... Witches are charity? Oh, no. So basically, I, okay. Glenda. Um, yeah. So basically, the proceeds from the festival go to the Rape, Abuse and Incest National Network because oh, wow. I'm sort of t- tying this lineage of, you know, people persecuted for supposedly practicing witchcraft in the past to, you know, the abuse uh, of women. So oh, we're so up in there. This yeah, year. And I wanted, yeah. To, I wanted to ask you. So when. Um, you posted the book and I started commenting back and forth with some of our followers. They started saying even some of the spells that still go on today. So it's a myth. I don't know if it's a myth or what. Maybe it's voodoo. Um, period blood going in spaghetti, which is why there's a myth that you're not supposed to eat everyone's spaghetti. Have you heard of this I've one? I've not heard that one, so but a, you know there's all so kinds of stuff. So peeing in, in, his, like, in his drink or something. So or, apparently the period blood... Tea, peeing in the pee, peeing in the tea. The period blood in the spaghetti is supposed to make him love you forever. Oh, okay. There's like, all it, kinds of yeah, fun, the, the, like, the, folk the, magic uh, spells that I wouldn't necessarily know, but, like, my mom had her own group of spells, too, like, growing up that she would, you know, teach me. They were based on, like, Catholic folk magic. Which Do is you based remember Catholic me? folk magic? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, obviously there's, like, the Catholic Church, but then right? there's the regular folk, and there's a long-running tradition of, like, um, people who are Catholic. Like, you know, the way, like, in, like, Haiti, let's say. Like, a yes, lot of people right. are Catholic, but they also practice Buddha, Buddha. practices, too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's the same thing. So there'd be, like, Catholic folk magic where you have to believe all the things in the Bible, but then you also do all these other things, like maybe peeing in someone's tea. Or, right. you know, my mom would, like, take a statue of St. Joseph and bury it upside down in the uh, in the front of the house if she wanted to sell the house to get, like, 
you know, when she was moving. Like a something. superstition. Exactly. So that's like kind of like the folk magic. Yeah, there's and something there's... else like shitting in someone's lawn, like taking Whoa. a shit and burying it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's supposed to like take away their prosperity. Oh, Amelia like told that. me like if you want to get rid of someone <laughs> and shut them the fuck up, you take their picture, you write a name on it, you put it in a cup, you pee, put a little pee in the cup, right? You close it, seal it, put aluminum foil around it so it, if they try to get out, it goes back in and you freeze them. You put them on ice. Yeah, I got freeze. stuff in my freezer. Plenty of things. What's in your freezer, sis? Um, Maybe she can't say it. No, I need to. Wait. I don't want to like. I don't want to say out. But don't say loud, the people. But just like. Poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, just like say, what is you know, what's in your freezer? Because I ain't um... never eaten at your house, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the way back. We're gonna oh, be at yeah, the yeah. charity festival. Like, oh, no, let's get there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just like Chipotle, bitch. you know, you wanna like cut ties with someone and that's keep it. Them cutting from, cords. Yep. That's what she called it. Or there's like um, someone you want someone to like have sweet feelings for you and like Ooh, what's that one? That's like pouring honey on. Uh, you could even write someone's name in a piece of paper and pour honey on it and tie it up. And they you Instagram know. name it in the freezer. What if I don't know their whole name? Instagram name work. I think so. Because listen, it is modern day witchcraft. It is actually. Oh. I have a friend who like anoints her phone before swiping on Tinder. There's all kinds of Shut up. ways that the digital wait, like intersects. Wait, say that one again. Anoints her so phone. So if you like, let's say I have this Jezebel oil that hold my on, friend. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting a riot. You know who do you want? Who do you want? Uh, hold on, because I'm about to go to who I want. Some fine ass French black so, like, dude that works. You... Oh <laughs> wait, who? Oh, I thought you was about to say. This. Let's go. Come on. I'm so I'm finding him. Yeah, I am not an herbologist or like I don't make oils, but I have friends who do. So okay. let's say like I have my friends, um, you know, love oil or love draw oil or Jezebel oil. Like you could anoint your phone like all four, you know, corners. corners. And yeah, there's so many ways to do oh, it. Oh, you can put it on all four corners because this is who I want, y'all. Listen, his name is um, Ruby Lashik. Um, he's a soccer player, Damn. but this is who I want. He's so goddamn so you, cute. Wow. So what do I do to get him to just DM me back? Because that's all I need. Because <laughs> well, the thing is, I think the most the best kind of witchcraft is the kind like you like feel that is authentic. You have an intent. If you do something that like you think is just from some dusty old book or, or the someone novelty. else, and you think it's dumb, it's not going to work. So you have to do something that feels like right. I masturbated to him. That sex magic. We got to talk about yes. sex magic. Oh, sex magic. Oh, I got right, a book deal from sex magic. You got okay. what? This book deal. Came from And sex- I got another book deal recently from more sex magic. Wait, what is that? Come on. She put the spell we, we publishing sex company. Magic. Come on, so, let's go. You, sex magic, like witchcraft, sex magic means a lot of things in a lot of different traditions. Like, I'm not initiated in tra- into a tradition, I have my own like shit that I just learned from family stuff and yeah, just yeah, from yeah. friends and what felt right to me. And some other people like really like a serious codified path that you know other people have written books about and have you know s- you know sacred texts. That's not for me. That's too close to like organized religion for me. Okay. So there's no sacred texts in my world. You know, I go with my intuition and what works. You know, and it's all sort of still working with nature, nature-based shit. But uh, the digital is obviously important. That world mm, is what we live in. Is. But so chakras, you were talking about crystal eggs. Chakras, you know bro, I need them to sponsor us. Okay, oh, I, I love Vanessa. She, you know, she's in the book. I, I fucking yeah. Tell it. Vanessa how. All right, us. all right. Oh my god, bro! Like, yeah, it would be perfect. She would. I'm sure she. I would used love that. one with someone else. Her and I were like, it was amazing. But I didn't want to like puppet too much. But, no, but even even talking about it, so we kind of slightly brought it up with Amelia, who who mentioned kind of just crystals and how they relate to sex. Oh yeah. And us saying the importance that this isn't y'all going out buying crystals and shoving. Oh it no, in your, no. Do not do that. No, no, don't no, no. Do the that. sharp, like, dude, no way. No I have some selenite that was like poked me before. Ooh. Yeah. So, sex magic and shock rubs, even, you're saying? Yeah. So, I used a shock rub. I used to do my own sex magic without anything else when I was younger. I realized I was doing sex magic without knowing. Until How? I would masturbate and like think about things and envision goals and things. And it would happen. And it would happen. I know. I'd because, be doing that. Wait, wait, wait. Too. Masturbating, like thinking about a new job? 
kind of like about the feeling like 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 um oh. just like walking into a room feeling like powerful or whatever sometimes there'd be you'd be thinking about a person too while you're jacking off or whatever but sort of having this goal-oriented practice or like thinking about raising certain types of feelings or I get it. like a hot outfit you're wearing and you feel so powerful and sensual in that moment oh my god Kristen, oh my god. i <laughs> masturbated in the suit i was wearing for the job i got and it, I was just really, really horny that I day. But I didn't do it with intent. I just But was, you still were wearing I felt really good in the suit. I masturbated and it was like, oh, like it just felt so good. And then you got the job. I did. There you go. That's the same thing. It doesn't have to always be like conscious like that, you know okay. what I mean? So yeah, I um I met a friend who was a creative director for a publishing house and I told her I teach a class based on this at the new school. Um, I, yeah. So I That's told her dope. about that, and then she's like, "Oh, maybe you should do a book proposal or whatever." But I don't know. You know, I didn't know if I was gonna get it. So I right. just thought, okay, I really need to make this shit happen. You know, I even had a friend like carve a candle for me with like, and I, you know, put all my intentions into into that, and it was a full moon, and I had my shock rub, and it was a, a pink, a rose quartz one, a pink one, because it was for like self love, yeah, to really just like get into. I put rose quartz sometimes yeah, in my panties, totally. Or you could do like I've also done with obsidian to like get rid of all the negative feelings you might have about something to set you free to like really get the next step. Maybe I should put in one in my ass because I'm really scared about my ass. There you go. Really? Obsidian in my booty. I kind of... Obsidian So, anal. yeah, I did it and then um, the the day I, I pressed send on the proposal, I did my ritual, you know, jerked off with my chakra. A month later on the next full moon, I got an email saying you have it. Shut so You fuck basically up. fucked yourself into my hands. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Wow, that and was amazing. People can, and I actually teach a class with a friend of mine. It's a sex and color magic class on how to use like color, like you said, your your outfit. Like, I'm like, you oh, like use... people of color, right? Oh. Like, I only like black cock. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's the color I that I don't even like saying the word cock, but when I put black in front of it, I'm sorry, that's what I like. <laughs> so we're not talking okay, that, about. You know what? No. That, we are not, not trying to fuck up your book deal. Okay. Let me shut up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so not colored people, but no. colored. Like, <laughs> the color of your bedspread or your sheets or the room. Oh. You paint, the color you paint your room or the outfit you wear, the lingerie while you're jerking off. Like I the love colored all lighting. white. But okay, it's always black. My sheets are always all white and then my See, clothes are always all black. Same. What do I need to what change is the up? difference? Yeah. You know, all different colors have a different sort of energetic frequency and they also mean different things. And so, so what, if you like you money, let's colors? say green. Green is Okay, green. so you want some money. I had a friend who was always like, Yeah, when you, you know, jerk off, like get some some greenery, like some live plants, you know, some fresh green. Yeah, I know. You know? And then plants. obviously imagine like green exploding and falling on you or money, you know, when you're when you reach climax and red or something. Is kind of more I like know I can sex. come to that. Red is, sure. Red is very like Oh my god, I have a glow the, light that's red when red I red light in the yes. room it's supposed to bring more sexual exactly. energy. I did hear about that because my daddy's Jamaican and he had a red light. Ooh. And when that red light was on, <laughs> I stayed away from the bedroom. <laughs> Dude, I you know, remember that? I swear to God, I was like, Daddy, why are your light and then we ended up talking to one of his girlfriends. And I'm like, my daddy, we're not going into the room when the light bulb is red because I'm not trusting So I the have sheets. a, um, what is it called when the water humidifier thingy mm -hmm. it glows? I put the oils in it. Ooh. So sometimes I change the color. Like, I notice when I want like a little bit of softer sex, it's like that light blue. But I don't know. You were practicing like color and sex magic right oh there. Oh my God, this is so cool. I knew you was a witch. I knew it. I knew this it is the so whole fun time. for me right now. Okay, time. so I want to play this game really quick. Only with you. <laughs> Basically, I just called who that, and I want to say a name, and you just tell me about what's going on from your book. So, first one is Tituba, the Black Salem witch. Who the fuck is that? One of the first three women accused of witchcraft in Salem, 
and she was the only black woman accused of witchcraft. Um, actually, her race is ambiguous. Ambiguous. Sorry, I don't That's know what, what I was about to say. Too. But some people think she was an indigenous woman um, okay. from Barbados, and some people think she was black. I, I thought she and was Bayesian, so, too. Right. So it's still not known, the documents. It's kind of because her last name was Indian. So they don't, because she also could have been married to an indigenous man, and his, like, they would call him John Indian was her husband's yeah. name. So they don't really know. Okay. Why was she so famous, though? Well, she's so famous because... She really doesn't have free love sex? <laughs> no, there's no, there's not really a sexual aspect to her. Oh, wait, no, maybe that was someone else. But... Um, well, actually, no, the reason why you're thinking it is because in actual historical like sense that we know of, she was just accused of um, of being a witch, and she came out and said, uh, yeah, I saw all these other women in town doing witchy shit, too, with the devil. So they were trying to fuck with her, and she fucked with them back, and she survived. She mm. actually did not uh, get put to death. So wow. that, but we don't really know, according to history, what happened to her. But there was this book that I write about um, by, by Marie Condé, uh, which is I Tituba, Black Witch of Salem. Yeah. And it totally I reframes just the story. It. Yeah. And Tituba is a totally like sex positive uh, witch. Uh, and she ends up getting to Salem through, a, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, strange mishaps. And she is like a slut in the best sense of the word. And she's always trying to tell the like the white Puritan women she's around to like not be so fucking uptight. And sex is not of the devil, but like a natural human, know, beautiful experience. Right, so <laughs> that I is like that. No, we have no proof that, that that's real, but it was a great like part of. No, this I like that. So. so the second one, which I feel like some of us should we should know. I don't know if you've seen Dinner Party, the um, installation at the Brooklyn Museum. Oh, of course, the yeah. shit. Sojourner Truth was in it. Yes. If you guys don't know what it is, I'm gonna try to describe it. It's in the shape of a pussy. Like, really, in my head, it's the triangle, right? And it's all these plates, and it basically shows you in the version of, I don't know, a dinner plate, what their pussy would look like. For example, Georgia O'Keeffe, the artist we know with flowers, her pussy looked like a flower, and um, Sojourner Truth was on there. Can you tell us who that is if we don't know? Yes. So she was um, formerly a slave and then was emancipated and um, was a great orator. Yeah, and basically. Went around and uh, gave these uh, beautiful impassioned speeches to like hundreds of people about the realities of black women and enslaved women and basically was shaking up the suffragist movement at the time when a lot of the suffragists are super racist and saying, yeah, women's rights only for white women. But this was also um, good. So Sojourner Truth was someone that I learned in school a long, very long time ago. Um, And they even, so there's a festival in Eatonville, Florida, um, called the Zora Neale Hurston Festival. Mm, Yeah. So Sojourner Truth was also, with her um, means of orating and speaking and writing for people, it meant a lot because of course, as you guys know, education, writing, those things were not given to slaves, let alone women. Right. Um, So she actually, yeah, was very known during I'm not going to say civil rights movement or anything like that because it was far, well before that time. Listen, um, we talked about it. But it was, yeah, but as a woman coming out, being able to hold those um, type of like, Why speaking engagements. Why is so popular? It's not the first it's black city. It's the first city. black city. Is in, it the first black city? In Florida. That's right. Okay. Um, and it's in Orlando, Florida, which oh, okay. is where we're from. So, but yeah, Sojourner Truth, Zorna Holliston, like all of that. And she was accused of being a witch and she uh, yep. actually won a court case and got money for it because people said you're a witch and she was like, fuck that, no, I'm not a fuck witch. I'm not. <laughs> I love it. In the it, sense yeah. of the term back yeah. then, witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, third one I have in there, um, you wrote something about after Martin Luther King died, the witches of NYC started? What the fuck? 
Oh, I think I was just setting context for like what was happening in the world. It wasn't like a direct response to oh, that. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But it was this. But they were protesting. Activist group called the Women's International Terrorist Conspiracy from Hell, which is witch, W I T C H. Oh. And um, they dressed up as witches and would do these like sort of protests, like guerrilla theater, like, you know, um, performance art slash protests, like they hexed the New York City Stock Exchange. None of them, as far as I know, really believed I read, in anything I saw they, they like doing. took brooms around when they were You're protesting. Right. Oh, right. Wow. They're sort of like using Making the witch of as a witch. feminist yeah. mascot in a way. I like that. So, yeah. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I feel like after reading your book, I really wanted yeah, because to. That, well, even them having the brooms or dressing up, like that's all. that's also just the narrative idea of what we think of a witch like yeah. even if we look at the witches in the wizard of oz and something you know the good witch bad witch but the bad witch had the pointy hat the pointy right. shoes right you know now, i want to point what's yes. funny about mandy saying this is when you sat down mandy was like i just want to let you know i don't like witches i don't, I don't like, like witches stuff. bro but, but like you getting woke now i'm getting woke bitch i'm always <laughs> awake <hope. laughs> well there's I'm just so many good. ways to talk about the witch as a figure and an archetype and like my dad being a super atheist you know he like would think so much of this is like bullshit but when it's couched in this like political you know sense there's like a real history that i think is important so in that sense i like sense, how it ties to back to just sexuality and feminism right. and just essentially men not wanting to allow a woman right. to be a woman experience right. the woman body um and not just allow us to feel those same things and the same orgasms that men get to it. So I think it's... Absolutely. And I like how you tie that into, again, the slut-shaming, what we're dealing with Shit, today. You brought up, that's what it's She doing. brought up Hillary um, with the burn her at the stake thing. And and I just love that, like, basically witches are now sluts and feminists, and it's the same shit. Yeah, are, I like are that. Are there any other black feminists that you think we should all know about or rejoice in? I know our modern-day one, we could say, is like an Amber Rose. You brought up her slut walk and how important it is. But, like, are there any other ones that you think should be... Uh, maybe highlighted or not as well known. I mean, she's well known, but in a different way. Uh, Brie Luna, who runs the Hood Witch. Um, oh, I, I think okay. She's a super inspiring she, badass witch. She had and her own room at Twenty Nine Rooms. Yeah. Oh, oh did you go? Friday Yeah, it was a Hood Witch. Yeah. She's killing it. She's also an awesome person and super funny and creative. And what she's I don't done know her name. So um, with this, yeah. uh, with her, with her business and like building the visibility of, you know, a different, like, way we see the witch. Because a, a lot of, you know, Hollywood films, at least TV, witches are white. And, you know. Facts. Right. Do you follow the Hood Witch? No. And that is, like, not the way real witches are. Real witches are every different type of, like, Actually, race. I'm trying to Dude, think. I'm trying to think of a black a witch. A black witch, I'm trying to think, too. In pop culture? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, now there's, like like, the Vampire Diaries had some, and... You know, it's really? not as many. I don't watch I mean, Vampire Diaries. Me neither. Yeah, American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story okay. That whole. Oh, okay. Tim, is there anything else? But yeah, it's really Damn, woefully there don't be black like. Actually, the Oz was it was so. Girl, was, that's but a black it was the Wizard of Oz, but the black one, and there was a black witch in that. Damn. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, technically. <laughs> yeah, apart from American but it Horror made Story, Coven, black it was really the just Oz black. And the Oz was great. Black, my bad. So yeah. every week we get home mail, right? Which is basically our listener um, questions that they send in, and I wanted to read this one. Uh-oh. Hello, ladies. I don't even know how to start this. Hope it makes it on your show. Um, she wrote twice but like please read this on your show okay happy new year I love it you guys are going strong in your lives so it gives me hope for um, the women empowerment movement thank you so my whole mail is that I want to be more sexually open and try things like a threesome or even using toys or just being more of a freak overall I grew up in a church strong and forced home both with my mom and dad so 
so all of that wasn't the Lord was banished. <laughs> now, now as a woman in my 30s, I've had sex, of course, and I have two partners, one male, one female. Okay. Now, I was with a woman in college for three years, and it was bad. I felt verbally emotional, abused, cheated on, used. And now that I'm with a man, we have connections about sex, and I do feel bad that I'm not into trying anything new, including toys, lube, watching porn. My question is whether there's something I should do to be more open or should I leave him? Basically, because it's not happening with him. Mm. Real quick, I have a young sister who went far away to college and she dated nothing but white men. We're a black family, by the way. My mom kicked her out of the house years ago and she checked my sister's email and found she was sending nudes to white men. I've never tried <laughs> pink cock and I was interested, but that situation with my t- sister and my mom put me off. Any advice would be great. Keep up the show. I feel like she brought that up because we assume that like white guys are like into freakier that shit. they're more into ke- freakier shit, But like, shit, bitch, yeah. why do we have a show? Like, I mean, we're trying to, I mean, I'm not going to lie, and I've said it more times than not, I've never been with Pink Dick. I've only been with, sorry, because you're white. Don't I don't be know. It's, can sorry. I say Pink Dick? Okay, I'm sorry. It's I don't want to. hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. But I've never, I've, all gonna be. I've never had Pink I'm going to call so, it that from now on. You know, yeah, so like, so like all of these sexual experiences that I've had, and y'all know y'all call me like the freakiest, like it's so nasty, but they've all been with black men. So I think it is A, opening up. If, unfortunately, he's telling you he's not into this, again, I think communication is super big. Maybe you tell him. I don't even him, know if you're bringing it up. It sounds like yeah, you're not it bringing it up. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're not bringing it up. But you can start off small ways. Be like, listen, babe, I came across this porn, and it's kind of wild, but look at it and kind of just gauge what he thinks about it. I think it. watching porn together is the easiest I thing. I think definitely. But I think we've said I that I wanted to really read this with you because I feel, again, like religion kind of puts that little zap yeah. on us. And I wanted to ask specifically because maybe she needs to hear it, and it's not a direct answer to her, but like, how does religion really shape the way we think about sex, and how can it then factor in later like what does it do to us well most like monotheistic religions demonize sex particularly for women and And before marriage right (laughs) so So if you're like born into that it's really really hard to Mm -hmm. like deprogram your mind and it's a con you know constant process you have to go through and you should be like give yourself a break too for not knowing like where to turn or how to go forward i think that's awesome that someone would come out and ask those questions because it's a super it's brainwashing, you know? Yeah. So I don't think you should feel bad if you grew up like that. You can't help it. You can't. You can't help how you're born. I did an episode taught. on our Patreon, which um, one of my best friends on there, James, talks about. Oh, the cult shit. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, he calls his evangelist, like, family a cult, oh, right? Cult. Which is great. <laughs> but he says, you know, like, my mom would cut out pictures of breast, like, cleavage in newspapers. Oh He's like, I jerked off for the first time, and, like, I didn't know what happened, what came out of me. Oh. He's like, bro, like, everything about sex i was fucked up like because of this fucking bullshit Mm -hmm. you know religion that i went through and how it just made me feel like everything was bad he said that he even heard in church once you shouldn't jerk off because it'll make you gay from touching dick and even though that's extreme (laughs) that's very extreme (laughs) just i feel like her saying religion was in her home i feel like that's what makes it so scary to then bring it up right because even talking about it is wrong that shame yeah, wanting to do anything sexual in some way is wrong in the back of your mind, maybe. Or even know? bringing it back to where we sit here and demonize women for wanting to have sex or experiencing sex. And then if they lose it before marriage, now you're tarnished, now right. you're soiled, right. now you're bad goods. Right. So even to grow up in you know that type of environment where that's your mindset, I can get where now it may be even hard for her to say, 
maybe I kind of want to try kinky things, but maybe it's her not even knowing how to express it herself. Yeah. That's a good so point. So maybe it's just in her head, so if she, and she feels like he won't do it with her. If she can't say the words, because we have so many questions we get like this. We what do. Would, what would be your advice to someone that can't blatantly say what they want? What are other ways to like be inventive with sex or ask for I like that things that you want? Yeah. Rather than just being like, I want you to fuck my throat. Because they don't really know yet, because that... Like figuring it out what you want first is important, right? Of course. Oh, that's a better. So I think that is like all in the realm of fantasy, and that could be done with like like a masturbation challenge. You know, like if you sit with yourself and like make yourself, you know, pleasure yourself without porn. You mean right? Just like what I like that. that. What comes to your mind? What do you like? What turns you? That's a fun thing to do. So then, over a month, like write down all the things that come up, and then try them in real life, or at least. You know, decide if that's something you want to broach the subject. Or even, for. I don't know how old she is, but like um, that. something that works when I'm dating someone or when I'm trying to get to know how kinky someone is, I say, let's play the game 21 questions. Ooh. You never really get to 21 questions, but then it just opens the dialogue. Like, let's not even limit what we can ask, but it's 21 questions. How would you answer this? And so it's gauging. What's really kinky to you? Would you try this? Um, this came to mind. Have you ever watched this type of porn? And so you turn it into a game to where you can even start off by saying some of these things I've never done. Right. But I just want to know what your what your take is on it. Yeah. So then you turn it into just something kind of whimsical and kind of childish. Yeah. But now you're not, you know, saying that, ooh, I'm into all because these things. Because honestly, like, sex is really fun. Like, it is. I yeah. had a guy I dated once that I knew wouldn't be for me because he said I laughed during sex and he thought that was disrespectful. <laughs> It was a Slovenian guy. What are you in church or something? He was like, I don't. I, that really made me uncomfortable. I like. Do you know how much funny shit happens during sex? No, mad. You funny have shit. to laugh. You can't mad laugh. Funny Yo, shit. think really about when good. you're switching positions and like you're like, oh fuck, like how can I not laugh a little? I laugh yeah, every no, time I, I have sex. I be laughing, dude. I be laughing when I'm like, all right, I'm done riding. I ain't. I hope you don't think, <laughs> you don't think I was gonna ride for long, nigga. Dude, I, that's like, probably my first. I be laugh. laughing, bro. The last time I laughed really hard during sex, me and Scissors were having sex. And we're using this like double dong. We put it down. I'm going down on her. We pick it back up. And because it's jelly, all this hair is stuck to it. And I'm like, bitch, between yours and my fucking weave. Yeah. Look at this. Like, yeah, I think the last time I laughed during sex was, um, and I'm not going to say when because y'all yeah, might get it. But, um, but he came, I asked him, and oh, I think I talked about this on um, a Patreon episode. So I asked him to come on my face. That's kind of what I asked. But he shot out like, as I was saying to come on my face, so I missed the closing my eye part, uh, and it went in my eye, and I'm laughing because I'm literally like this, and I'm like, you came in my eye, and he thought it was the funniest thing, and I'm like, I just got my lashes done, and he's laughing, but I'm like, nah, nigga, these was $80, and I'm mad, but he's laughing. Oh my God, Kristen, I gotta I, tell you, someone wrote <laughs> in, so right, funny. and was like, oh, I wanted to know if you guys could like debunk this question, but somebody came in my eye, and I swear I could feel it swimming Oh, we in talked there. about this what? before. Yeah, we talked about this Aww. yeah and really literally just... we sat here and was talking about she thought there was but hold on the sperm that you no, could no, feel no, i didn't sperm. think it was but then it happened to me after like oh man i feel it i feel it you don't feel it's shit just because it tingles yeah. Yeah. it's just the burn when's yeah, the last well, time yeah. you laughed during sex what happened i was pretty drunk and there was like uh i was also really hungry and so it was kind of like a late night you know like meet up and I had, it was at my place, and there was like a bag of chips next to the bed. And I was I'm like, already laughing. and I'm on top, and I'm like, what? you did not start eating chips while you was fucking. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> 
Do you watch Insecure? Yes. Do you remember when she was eating the Dorito and she's like, oh. <laughs> yes. I'm not, get the fuck out of here. And I'm not like super into food and sex, but I was just super drunk and it was like, a, he's a funny guy and we laughed together a lot. And I was like, I'm just gonna. And he thought it was fucking funny. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna this feed it to you. I love no, that. That's, that's the husband, bro. That was he might need to awesome. be the husband. <laughs> I hope that joke was good. I ain't even gonna hold you. I would love with someone to laugh at that. Like, no, I like that. That really just made me think of Instagram. But it's crazy because when you do... I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play other things while having sex like i'm not gonna lie for me having sex I d- don't watch tv while because then oh I, like mm. stuff, like there's certain things yeah. i don't like when people yeah, yeah, do yeah, yeah, like yeah. i like when my nigga smokes his blunt while i'm sucking his Ooh. dick but i don't like while, if he's watching tv while i'm sucking yeah, his that, dick because then i feel no, some a type of way when I'm going down with that. Oh, I love when people are on the phone when I'm Me sucking their too. dick. Them trying to keep a straight oh, face. Is good. Okay, oh. not like a business call, but like so. Even a business like call. An, that makes it even better. You're trying to talk business while I'm You getting those spreadsheets over, huh? Oh, I love, like, let your mama call you while I'm sucking your dick. Oh my God. I love shit like that. I'm sorry. Ew. I love it. Oh. No, you already talked about admitting incest. Part. Okay, so not really like that, but I like for him to try to keep a straight face and make it seem like no, he's not being Okay, mom, I'm, let me call you back. I'm a little busy. I, I don't know. I like that. It's my bad. It's taboo. Okay, oh, yeah, to answer your question about pink tick, listen, I will tell you that I used to say that I thought, like, when I first started dating white guys, I was like, oh, okay, they're freakier. No, I just think there's this all-around weird mm, thing where... With black men and women, we feel like we can't say it, so we kind of just wait for it to happen. Yep. Whereas, I don't know why that's just our thing. Whereas with white guys, yeah, it did just happen where guys would tell me what they liked eat quicker, faster, or ask to try things with me where that yeah, didn't bro, really happen. you can figure my ass. Like, <laughs> my, my guys aren't saying that. Dude. Until you stick a finger in there and then they move that little butt so you can stick mo in there. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, But you're not saying it. So like, you're right. I like that. And, right. and it's really you're true right. because I was like, oh, in, initially I'm like, white guys are freakier. But like, they're not. Right? It's just... They can just talk about it more. Right, because... I think there's another thing of like black men maybe not even wanting to be quote unquote disrespectful 
Mm. Right? Like, there's that big thing around there where, like, we want to make sure, like, we... I don't know. I feel like, in my opinion, I don't know if you can agree, Kristen, but, like, I felt like it was cooler for, like, white girls at my school to be sluts over, like, the black girls. Like, I feel like it was... Yeah, yeah, there's way more, like, ability to be a slut and then go be, like, a respected member of society. Like, there's not Mm. that, like, double stigma. Totally. Wait, that's what it is. It didn't feel like... Class is an issue, too, you know? Yes. more money you have, the whiter you are, the easier it is to be like, I'm a slut, and then still be treated like a human. Yes. Ah. When I was on Van's show, I was saying it, but I couldn't articulate it. It was in my head, but I couldn't figure out what I was thinking. That's a good way to say it, though. But I really have felt like that. Like, I felt like with my white friends, they would get excited about it, and with, like, black girls, it was just like... I can never. Like, for sure, sucking dick. Y'all's name's Becky with a good head. Like, <laughs> it's white girls. Like, y'all are praised at, like, being able to suck dick. Well, we don't know your ethnicity, better. but yeah, I'm guessing. But I'm guessing you know how to give good head. And unfortunately, <laughs> with, with black girls, like, that stigma has been to where maybe You suck black, dick too good, how? Well, no, either that or maybe black girls don't give us good head because you can't touch their hair. They don't want their hair touched. And things like that around black women sucking dick compared to white girls putting that shit up in a ponytail <laughs> and just going at it. There's a meme we posted today with, like, you sucking the soul out of him with your wig off. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, like, I had to really get around, like, only with white guys, and now I, I don't care. Like, having a sew-in and being like, are they going to touch my braids and feel weird? And now I don't give a Oh, I don't. And my shit be blending. And then they be, I be like, just so you know, this ain't all mine. Because then when they get the feeling and they, and I know that they're confused because I'll have guys that like go to pull it and then I feel them like touching it. And yes, it's a sewing. You want me to keep sucking your dick or not? You could touch it. Like, but I think that some of them think it's my natural hair until they go Dude, to Dude, but hold on. It. White girls got clip-ins and they you know do. What? Totally. They do. I'm, and tapes. What is it? Y'all be taping your hair in, tape, right? No, tape, micro, beading. Look, look at us trying to get I the white people sewing. I've never tried it, but... She's I'm, like, bitch, I like, got uh, hair. no. <laughs> okay, back here with okay. the good hair. Okay, so let's no, go that was ahead fun to and talk let about our them. listeners know where they can find you, where they can possibly get your book, if you have any other books for them to read, if they like Witches, Sluts, Feminists. What else um, can our listeners um, do to get you? Yeah, find, you. Uh, find me stuff. on Instagram. It's Kristen Corvette, Corvette with a K. Oh, yeah, we're gonna. So it's slutty. in the description of this. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. In the description of here, yeah. we're gonna put her book title, her Instagram, her site, and we'll also tag it. Thank um, you. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I have a new book coming out next fall. What's it called? Which is like kind of a part two. Hello. But you don't know it's involving how um, cats actually uh, have been coded as these like hypersexual pussies, uh, bevine entities. Yeah. Mm. Why do we call it a pussy? Like, why is it? You know, why are women catty? Like, what are all these associations with cats Ooh. and sex and women? And, like, if you look on, like, the stockroom, let's say, just like. You guys, are y'all friends? So, this whole just made me do a whole episode on animals with sex, animals having sex. Oh, no, shit. but like. Evolution and how we came from. <laughs> like, all this bullshit about animals fucking. Bro, y'all may have or may not li- have listened to that episode yet, but we did a whole fucking episode about animals fucking. Bro, but no, for, for real though, like, think <laughs> about the cat emoji, how it's got, like, the, like, it looks hotter. Yeah, why do we think cats, why are cats sluts? So that's basically, what? and also there's a hist- <laughs> there's a history in also at the time of the witch trials, many cats were also put to death and like associated with the witchcraft, black cat. right? Like, or the yep. cat lady archetype, you know, all these like weird cats and women associations, like dogs are men, cats are women. Like why? What is I all like this? I like that. So that's my next catty. Book. Yeah, it's called Cat Call. Uh, re- oh, reclaiming the feral feminine. I'm damn that too. So, okay, so we gotta so read that one fall. and then redo this. Okay, next fall is in 2020. 
No, like this 2019 oh, fall. 2019 yeah, fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. dope. Awesome. Well, I mean, until then, we brought your book. Do you do any, like, talks? Um... I do talks. Um, I do events. And, like, I post about them all on my Instagram mostly. I have a website that's boring. No one goes to a website, right? Not anymore. No. Bro, we Instagram. bought the domain, but we don't yeah, use it. We, we ain't even posted yet. Right. Like, we go to websites. <laughs> I went um, on WordPress to start it, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, no. So much effort. It, no, it's a ton. You got to get the graphics. It's just yeah. it's a lot. But how, oh, what's the proper way to buy your book to oh. put money in your pocket? Let's talk about that. Good way. I yes. do usually sell it. I just sold out, but I will re- replenish, Humble and flex. I sell. I just sold out. No, but the thing is, I got to <laughs> no, 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 no. buy my own books from the publisher. It's kind of weird. You know, I, get I know them, how that's set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's not, oh, can you have to buy a high number? So sometimes I don't actually have the money to buy my own books to sell. That's insane. But you can get it on like IndieBound or The Strand or Amazon if you're not against Amazon. The Strand gets you good money, yeah, dope. Strand is good. The Strand is um, a dope place yeah, to meet people. If you, on my, on the, Amazon, on my website. Amazon, as long as you get $100, you get paid out. That's true. That. So yeah. Okay, so um, Amazon. Amazon's well fine. Um, on my website, if you do buy it, um, I get like I send you like a little patch that says "Sex Witch" and like little Ooh. stickers and shit. Okay, so, I like that. Yeah, so that like is the most money in my pocket. But also, just buy the damn book however you want, man. I'm just <laughs> right. happy to share this information. I'm is there audiobook version? It. I just finished recording the audiobook. Congrats. It's going to be out, like, I hope in a couple months. You speak well, so I'll listen. I, oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you speak, Mandy, I hate what? when you say that. What? You can talk English. <laughs> I'm just saying, I appreciate it. Thank you. She's into accents. Okay, hold so on. Much. You know what? Let me, let me, to be fair, we've had guests where we're like, oh my God, like, come on. Like, just what? fucking talk already. Are they so, like, like weird? You, like, you've spoken very well all episode. The same as King Noir, oh, um, who also came geez. on. And so, him, uh, I love when men speak well. Oh, I have yeah. this this super crush on a man who's taken but he has a podcast um, mm. if you guys girl he's taken though he was just on Van's show so if you guys want to hear an intellectual a- man talk, I love Arian Foster and how he talks right. his mindset he's also into like science he's an atheist and he's I into am, science that no, got my pussy no, wet no it, it makes me no but like so he makes atheism sound sexy I'm not gonna lie he's the only yeah. one I'm like okay maybe bro I could, cause that shit is like mad woke I know he's so woke so <laughs> because of how he speaks yeah. though it turns me on so I think I'm a sapiosexual bitch thank you very very much. Mm. Oh, that's all. So, you know. Oh, yeah, out. keep going. Where else can we find you? Yes. Uh, I think she's she like, what everywhere. the fuck I said? No, I think she said everywhere. I think, yeah, that's it. Are you on Twitter? Do, I'm on do you Twitter engage also. with a lot of people? Okay. Not more Instagram. I just, okay, of like, course. I should pick up my Twitter game, but yeah, I don't know. Good gram. Yeah, I'm just trying. And I also have the sluttest Instagram also, but that's more like sluttest. That's just not, not that's not me, but like the site. And all if you things. ever have some, um, so like, you know, we have the vanilla shit, some good sluttest stuff for us to we include. Love the articles, just for yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we, I we, would we, love Every that. episode we have a vanilla shit, so Great. we love to send. Yeah, you know, we can get featured in sites too. <laughs> yeah, I need sluts of the month always. Oh, oh well, here you go. We, we are civilian year. sluts. We're, yeah, civilian sluts. No, the, you I, that. all sluts. You okay, know? there we go. There we go. No, us, we're the month. All right, well, guys, we want to thank you guys for tuning in again we are looking forward to seeing all of you guys on tour um that is motherfucking atlanta coming up on 223 new york city march 9th if you haven't gotten your tickets now they are selling the fuck fast um as you guys see our dates sell out quick as fuck because y'all love us and everybody's hoes in real life so if you guys want to see us y'all better get your tickets don't wait till your paycheck you better ask one of your sugar daddies (laughs) um also again looking forward to seeing you guys in houston on 420 yes we'll smoke with you after but also, please remember to bring tampons, bring pads, bring anything that goes. We are donating and partnering with Flow Code, which is an organization that is helping undeserving, um, underprivileged undeserving. women. Sorry, not <laughs> underserving. Underprivileged women who can't afford... Um, 
you know, menstrual products. So please, if you're coming to our show in Houston, go ahead and come with your tampons, your pads, even if you're not bleeding, sis, bring that with you. We keep forgetting um, to bring that up. And I watched yeah. this like really small documentary. I don't know if any of you guys saw it. It was about homeless women when they're on their periods. Yeah, I've seen that. It was on yeah. Facebook circulating yeah. maybe. And um, yeah, this girl was like, yeah, sometimes like I'll take towels I have, like I don't know what napkins, to do. Napkins, yeah, it's yeah. really Going bad. into so, fucking stores and, so and getting Flo napkins. so like... um is based in Texas, so I'm super excited to be partnering with them. As you guys know, a percentage of our sales is going to them, but we're also donating product. And if you guys can't make it to Houston, there is a donation link on that ticket. So if you guys are in another city and not in Texas, but want to donate to the cause, we do have a donate link on our Eventbrite. And again, see you guys in LA. Um, um, Miami and Toronto, um, and Chicago, like, and Chicago, bitch. Two shows that shit probably sold out by now. So I didn't want to say that because that shit we got like ten tickets. I mean, left. we'll still see them. Okay, we'll see y'all <laughs> in Chicago. Um, um, and yeah, with Patreon. so we have a clip we're gonna play you of our Patreon. If you think this episode was great, thank you. If you think it could have been better and you want to help out with it, call us at the fifteen dollars here on Patreon. After four months, we send you merch. But before that, right in the beginning, if you want us to call you, send us your number. We'll go through our outline of the week for you. Give us feedback. Help us and produce an episode for just five bucks. You get three bonus episodes per month every Monday right after this episode so thank you Kristen thank you so much thank you so much for coming wasn't the funnest podcast you've been on right now hey yes obviously hello (laughs) hey guys this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions bye bye delete it all you you can't I actually kind of want to find them now I'd love to use my own truth against myself now because I don't want it's the best way it really is I love it and I would love to use my mugshot it's like my tinder I mean my tinder my instagram picture but I can't find it so I'm in a lace dress with pearls. AJ got a picture of me with that from that night. Lace dress with heels, and I was wearing Louboutins. And they had this picture of me, and I was wearing it while I was out and around in GP. So they make me change my clothes because my dress was too short. Put on prison clothes. I had to spread, cough. You have to stick your fingers inside of yourself, like hold your cheeks open and cough. Like I farted. <laughs> there's so much air coming out. You know what I mean? She's like checking in my tongue and like making sure like I don't have drugs. I'm like, bitch, I swallowed it seven hours ago. So I was still mollied out in jail. Oh my so God. get there Friday. No, now it's Saturday morning, I guess. I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to sleep this shit off. So they give me a Ziploc bag and they basically give you the necessities before you have commissary money or whatever. There's a pair of underwear, um, toothbrush, a notepad, pens. They give you pens in jail? One Those pen. could be weapons. This is... Mm, they had a pen but like this is in a bag a ziploc bag and stamps so i get to my bunk and the girl says next to me because she looks at my mugshot picture and they're looking at my nails and my hair and they're like you getting out huh i was like yeah i'm getting out so she goes well can i have your stamps i said yeah sure so i take the bag and i threw it at the edge of the bed she goes to get them and so does another girl these bitches start fighting over stamps and my bunk slides off I am now in the midst of these two bitches fighting. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> bitch, no Orange is the New Black was out by then. I was terrified, Mandy. I thought these hoes were going to kill me, bitch. So then the fucking, they let them fight the whole way through. They don't break them up in jail. They let them fight the whole way through. Bitch, I've been there for a few hours. I'm terrified. So he looks at me. He's like, oh, y'all go. I said, oh, absolutely not. I'm, I have a court date. I'm getting out. I don't know what the fuck these hoes was doing. <laughs> so everybody Did was you like, know what they were in there for? No, not at the time. Okay. But people had different colors on their little t- like little, little mug strip, so I'll tell you about that in a minute. So I sleep for the first two days, honestly. Like, slept it through, probably because I was so high, you know what I mean? Then right, I backed right. up on sleep. Wake up, see the light, you want to go outside? No, sleep. So Sunday I wake up, 
or Monday morning, I'm starving, Mandy. I'm starving. Everybody's telling me don't eat the food. Now, they say this is a thing. I don't know if it's true or some jail tale. But they're like, don't drink the juice because they put these like hormone suppressors in it so nobody will fuck. Like they put really weird shit in it. No, wait, maybe in prison. In jail they do that? Or this is just a myth. Jail meal. It could be. They were like, don't eat it. So the food was so disgusting. (laughs) I then went to the counter of the person who watches the GP people and I was like, excuse me, as you can see from my last name, um, I'm a Jew (laughs) and I need a kosher meal. She was like, okay, well, you're not going to see him till tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay, well, I had money and cash. Can I use that for commissary? She's like, no, you can't do anything. It's a holiday weekend. So there was a girl in front of me eating cup noodles. And when I tell you it looked like a steak, bitch. Filet. <laughs> the best. Kobe Wagyu. What I was used to at the time. Talking. Oh, get <laughs> the fuck out of here. So hold on. I'm watching her. You was used noodles. to oxtail. You was fucking Jamaicans then. I was eating good. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at this girl with a cup of noodles. I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> How do I convince her to let me give me how to fight her? So hold on. I go up to her. I'm like, hey, I have money, but not with me. Can I put money in your commissary tomorrow? Can I pay you back? She's like, hell no. So let me tell you where my negotiating Jew selling skills come in, bitch. I was like, listen, how much is one of those? She's like, $3, which is very expensive. I was like, okay, well, I want three. So how about I double it? I'll give you $20. She's like, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, I guess that's not that good of a risk. I'm going to give you $40. When I get out of here for three of those. So you'd be basically betting nine bucks of your commissary <clears throat> to make back more than triple. I wouldn't have trusted you. How do there I know I'm now, getting it? There are now 10 bitches talking about, no, no, no. They're like, fuck that shit. One of them's yelling at her like, yo, nigga, we giving you money every month. Anyway, bitch, take it. It's take the L. You got mad money. It's the 13th. I remember the day because my mom's birthday. She's like, just do it. You still got money left. Just do it, bitch. It's worth it. So she did it. She wrote down her Amscot um, prison ID because I had to go to Amscot. Uh-huh. Her prison ID number on my hand. She's like, "Bitch, if you don't do this, shit, I'll beat your ass." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, Mandy, when I tell you I ate them shits, those, I, those to this day were the best meals I can remember. When you're starving, I got chicken, beef, and a vegetable one. Bitch, I was eating them shit slow. <laughs> Someone gave me a little milk to make that shit creamy. I didn't even know you could do that shit, hoe. So the next day, right, I go to court. It's in the morning. The reason, by the way, they, she gave it to me is because of that mugshot bag, badge picture. I had those pearls on, uh-huh. that lace dress, and they were like, she looked like she got money. And my nails were done, and my hair was like just freshly sewn in. Mm. And they're looking at me like, she can afford it. So I get to court. There's two women before me, and I remember specifically what they did. The first one was in possession of crack cocaine, and the woman right before me was there for prostitution. And so I said, when I got up, she goes, why are you here? I was like... Oh, it's just my license. I didn't do that. I just drove without a license. So then I didn't realize how testy I was being. And she was like, so basically you did it for the second time after we already had you up in right, the book. Right. Why should I let you out? You probably going to do it again. Yeah. I was like, ma'am. I was like pleading my case. Right. I think I was like 20 years old. So she tells me that she will release me as long as I have an ankle bracelet on. Now, I couldn't understand why I would be on house arrest for just a license. And she said, it's not house arrest, it's GPS, so we make sure you don't flee the state. You can go wherever you need to go. So I go get this ankle bracelet that was this big. It was huge. If you guys Google GPS bracelet, it was huge. Took up more of my ankle. I was chafing and bleeding. That's how big it was. It was rubbing against me. So... Long story short, there's a battery in this with a microphone because you have to charge it. And if you don't charge it or if you flee, they will talk to you through the bracelet and find your ass. So I was wearing long skirts to work. I didn't know what else to do, right? I was so upset. So I finally was able to get some dick. So I called one of these drug dealer niggas I knew. And I was, it was Mike. 
And I was like, listen, <clears throat> I just gotta let you know I have an ankle bracelet before you come over. He's like, it's okay, don't worry about it. We'd fucked before. So he comes over, we're fucking, and he's holding my ankle and like making sure it doesn't rub up and down. Like he's holding the ankle bracelet. And I'm like, damn, he got this shit together. So once we're done fucking, I'm like, yo, you acted like that wasn't your first time. He was like, bruh. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.